was the week before Christmas, and all through the sanctum, the boys were all gathered. Let's go over and meet them. There was TJ and Kellen, John and Jay, but there was one more member on this fateful day. For no Christmas is complete without the man himself. He traveled all the way here on the back of an elf. Ladies and gentlemen, Santa Claus is here to talk about horror and spread Christmas fear. So let's dive right in before he can defrost, because this week we're talking about the 1997 film, Jack Frost. Yeah, and what a delightful film it is. I mean, I was kind of shocked at first when y'all brought this up because it doesn't fit our normal stuff, but I mean, Michael Keaton is such a treat. I mean, it it makes sense that we would talk about the classic Jack Frost. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. That's the wrong Jack Frost, but... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, there's two that came around came out around the same time. Uh, common misconception: the Jack Frost we're talking about is actually about a, uh, a mutant killer snowman. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no. Um, TJ, why don't you go? I'll be right back. <laughs> I am so sorry yes. about him. To be well, we fair, got, the go. Michael Keaton film it brings uh, an icy tear to your eye as well, but for different reasons. Um, this film actually predated that film by a year in 1997 and is one of the great cheesy Christmas horror films. I, I guess I guess it's horror comedy because it, it definitely has, has comedy in it. I've seen this film a number of times over the years. I have the Blu-ray around here somewhere, but... Uh, I think it was MVD put out a pretty decent Blu-ray. They they yeah. did. I have both. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I, yeah, I have that one too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice slip cover, the whole deal for those who care about things like that. But yeah, I probably watched this film in the '90s for the first time. It, it used to be one of those that I think played on like the Sci-Fi Channel a lot late at night around Christmas time, that kind of thing. Um, just a, a a gloriously cheesy, ridiculous idea. You know, the the serial killer who who's being transported for his his uh, termination, basically, they're gonna execute him. His name just happens to be Jack Frost, you know, as it is. Uh, as you and and of course you you just happen to be, I think, on Christmas Eve, uh transporting a killer to be executed because you know the the law the the long arm and the work of the law is never done even on the holidays so uh i feel like there's been a, a number of of similar ideas about these guys become mutants i mean it's basically the story of the hulk how the hulk become the hulk and, and it just <laughs> instead of gamma rays uh, it ends up being this weird you know liquid acid stuff that also just happened to be <laughs> being transported you know uh yeah. uh over the holidays and and of course uh not uh experimented on on humans yet until uh, our fateful accident but uh I, I love the the all the different cheesy effects and stuff you know, there's sometimes where it's obviously just a guy with a white mitten <laughs> doing stuff. Uh, I love, I love that they bring like a really low rent version of the T1000 kind of Terminator Two effects of oh he can melt down and then re 
reform and he becomes like this weird kind of uh you know quippy version of of like a terminator kind of guy he's almost like the michael myers uh of of christmas only he can squeeze through a lot lot more narrow uh openings than michael myers so uh, i love that just a whole bunch of people with with hair dryers ends up being kind of the the thing that can <laughs> be his undoing um and antifreeze you can't forget oh an antifreeze yeah oh which by the way the real villain of this film is that kid who was poisoning his own father with antifreeze <laughs> in the soup yep <laughs> uh, anyway i love this film i've been watching this film for years i have part two which i'm also going to watch over the holidays it's been a while since i've seen part two i've definitely seen part one more also the very debut film of shannon elizabeth who would come to to fame as uh the american pie chick that, that gets naked in 1999 a couple of years after this and you know she kind of started the process with this film she also gets uh I think the only person I know uh, in a major motion picture to get raped by a snowman. So, you know, you got that going for That was my question after watching again. And I've seen this movie probably 10 times. Was he raping her? I think he was. Like, originally, I didn't really pick up that. Like, it makes it really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It makes it really weird. Yeah. Because he says, he says Christmas came early after. And it's like, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's probably my least favorite yeah. part of, of this movie. It's a little, uh, it's a little cold blooded, uh, but uh, that's all I'll say now until we get to rankings and kills and all that stuff. Who's next? Veto Claus is next. Veto Claus, can you hear it? Can you hear me? Yeah. I can. Okay, well, ho ho ho, I got a story to tell. I got a story to tell here. So flash, let's let's flash back to 1997. So it's a, it's an evening, very regular evening, and my mom's girl, my mom's uh, boyfriend comes over, and he's got two tapes with him. Now this is like you know, kind of like late, you know, maybe 1998. I don't know what it is, but he had a recorded tape of Scream because he, he my mom told him I was a fan of Scream. And then a recorded tape of Jack Frost. And I was like, what is this? Now, I'm a young boy, so I put the tape in after a little while. And I am watching this ridiculous-ass motherfucking movie. Now, as a young boy, a lot of things went over my head, and I didn't. it just did not go well with me. Also, the uh, obvious rape scene with, you know, the foreign exchange student from American Pie. <laughs> so it, it just, a lot of things did not sit too well in my young mind. And because of that, I have not watched it until this week. <laughs> so when I watched it again, I was like, I know why I stayed away from this movie. <laughs> I stayed away. I just like, Ugh! Turn over here in the recesses of my mind. And I was like, nah, Santa Claus is not bringing cheer today, boys and girls, if you like this movie. Santa Claus is here to look, let's lay a big old fucking coal right here, right there. So, yeah, not a fan. I don't know what it is. 
I think it I just it's like this uh, for me it just feels like very like subpar like it tries to be all these other movies that are trying to be satirical and funny but it just doesn't do it just doesn't do it for me you know now and, I, and the thing is it's not what rewatch rewatching it today it's not because of anything else like all these things in the movie are fine it's just jack frost himself i don't dig jack frost you know does that make any sense the, the, the character or or the the snowman idea itself both okay both like i don't know what it is maybe it's i i don't dig his voice i don't dig uh, the the crappy one-liners that's so one he one he actually stole from toy story when he's like look at me i'm picasso i was like you stole that from mr potato head you bastard damn right <laughs> that's yeah. true i'm glad someone else caught that because that's one of my favorite yeah. lines in the toy story franchise I know, you know, so I was also like, you couldn't even come up with anything original, you motherfucker. And so, you know, it's, and then I was like, listening to this guy's voice, I was like, something about his voice just makes you go like, eh, like, you know, Brad Dorf, motherfucker. So I don't know that, I mean, maybe it's because of like, you know, like I put, I put the movie in the back of my mind forever in a day and then revisiting it, I just couldn't help compare it to other movies. Like, like, uh, like Killer Clowns from Outer Space, you know? Like, look, but like, it's like, you know, it's goofy, it's funny, but they put a lot of money into the suits and everything. So when you look at it, you're like, oh, wow, look at these damn clowns. These clowns look awesome. And then there's just a, there's just a guy in a fucking suit running around, being shot weird. That doesn't really look scary too much. You know, unlike the uh, VHS cover, which if you move it around, it goes from, you know, snowman to creepy snowman. So it's kind of like misleading you with like, oh, there's going to be this cool little motherfucker in this movie. No, it's not. It's false advertising. It's false advertising. And Santa's not down with that. So, bleh. So I just want to hate a thon here. I took, I, I, I took, I took uh, K-Dog's little theme here, probably. His little steam. All right, move on we'll to somebody after, else. After he's done watching it at 10 times speed, we'll see what he has to say about it, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> can we all agree that this um this is a comedy. I mean, it's hard, but this is really a comedy, right? That's what. Of this course, is. of um, course. I yeah. love this movie. Uh, I just, it, it's I like everything. <laughs> I know, right? I, it's like I everything in the '90s that was so odd just wrapped up. Um, that that whole '90s direct-to-video horror thing. That's just like, man, that just warms my heart like more than anything. Yeah. It's, just, it's something, and I think it's just the nostalgia of being a kid, learning about it, you know, living through that era, going to the VA, the video store, movie gallery, blockbuster, and picking up something like, you know, Jack Frost or picking up Uncle Sam. And you're like, what is this? Like, this looks terrible. And then, you know, Money. huh? Huh? Oh, I thought you said, I thought you said something. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> that, was just, that was just my beard. Uh, I think the mic's picking up on me scratching my beer. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's, it's okay. That's that's got to be a real somehow fitting that plan. Um, but yeah, <laughs> no, just the opening even is great. Like they're they're going down the road. It's a storm. They're in a box. Like it's clear they're in a box with like an upside down windshield wiper. <laughs> it's it's like so absurd even from the beginning. Um, and even the opening, like the narration at the beginning too. So 
the storyteller and the the young kid. I don't know why when I watched that today, I started hearing um, Baby Sherry Moon Zombie from the Firefly trilogy. Like I, once I heard it, I just couldn't get it out of my head. Like the little kid when it was responding. I, I don't know. You watch it back and tell me if I'm crazy. I just I couldn't get it out of my head. Um, and the other thing I love about this is the sheriff, the main character. He's like. <laughs> He's so bland. I mean, this guy's got like, it's he's like no charisma. It's like a manager of like a TGI Fridays or something, but he's an actor. And I just love it. I think it's like, it adds so much to this movie because he's almost like the shittiest Roy Scheider you could ever get, right? And I don't know, it's just something about that adds to the fun of it, so. John. Yeah. He's actually my favorite part of the movie. Oh really? The sheriff? Just let, just let you know, the sheriff is my favorite part of the movie. Oh nice! Yeah, it's, so like, that's just weird. If I, if I had to be positive about something, he's my no, favorite no, part. I don't know. No, for sure. Um, it's I think it does. I think if it was, positive. yeah, I mean, if if he was too serious, I think it would just take away from it, right? It would ground yeah. it too he, much. He, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. So I mean, and, even his uh, even his one liner where he's like, you know, the difference between a male snowman and a female snowman no balls you know right just just laying it out there it's like deadpan yeah he's he can't even deliver the one-liners um the one thing i noticed too because i love you know one and two um and two is tropical right it's kind of a odd sequel i noticed a lot of like tropical things in the first one that i'd never noticed before and it kind of just makes me think like they knew they were going there or maybe they were. If you listen, there's just a few cues that it sounds like something in like a, a movie at the beach or something, right? It was like, I forget what they would call it, but just the way they play that music. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, really love it. Um, I just, I can't say enough about this. This is just everything I loved learning about horror. So. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Give me a second. <sighs> okay. I just want to start by saying, Vito, you ignorant slut. This, <laughs> this movie <laughs> is fantastic. <laughs> Vito Claus, you dumb bitch. No, I pick up the phone here. Right? We just, let's not be doing name calling now. If you want to get the name calling, we can get the name calling. This could become a whole different segment of the show. All right. <laughs> Don't start with me. I got a beard under the beard, all right? I'm the one to fuck with. And he's got a naughty list, Kellen. His beard has a you beard. You it. <laughs> um, no, I enjoyed this movie. I've watched it twice now. Um, neither time was on purpose. <laughs> I mean, this one I watched because of this. If it wasn't for this podcast, I would probably watch it again. Um, but I'm, I forgot so much about the movie. And, and I will say, I enjoyed it but it's super forgettable like to the point to where like, I didn't even remember Shannon Elizabeth was in it. And I think anybody that's my age was in love with her in the late nineties, early two thousands. Um, I don't, I don't see how you couldn't have been. She I've seen this movie at least adorable. half a dozen times. And I always forget that she's in it. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the characters themselves are completely forgettable. Like I, I didn't even remember what Jack Frost looked like before he, uh, had his chemical accident which is such a it's such a cliche in movies now especially with the superheroes if there's medical chemicals at some point somebody's becoming a villain or a superhero there's no in between it's not like the chemicals get on them and they die you get mutant ninja turtles you get people with superpowers like spider-man i mean if there's medical chemicals involved somebody's getting powers (laughs) 
Um, there's so much in this movie that's terrible like B movie terrible like like the the special effects when he's fighting him in the in the um antifreeze bath in the back of the truck you can see that it's just a puffy suit um there's so i mean there's so much the 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 vomiting up of the snowman you can see that the, it's not lined up with his mouth the whole time um you can tell that they, they did not put a whole bunch of uh stock into making sure they got the effects right <laughs> just wanted to get them done um, but that's what makes it so charming is that you can tell they were they were making a movie. It's it, it reminds me of the Little Caesars. You know, is it good? It's hot and ready. But is it good? It's hot and it's ready. Is this a good movie? It, it's a film. <laughs> but is it a good movie? It's a complete film. <laughs> so, but again, that's that's what draws me to it is that B movie wait, that wait, Saturday did you say matinee. Film? Wait, did you say complete <laughs> film? Has, it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. That's all you can ask for. I didn't say it was a great film. That it was okay, complete. Okay. It had, I had to make had sure that it was a complete film. Like, it had all the parts that needed to be called a film. <laughs> okay. All Future right. Criterion Collection nominee. Just making sure. <laughs> if, you, if you take the murder away from it, this is a Hallmark movie made in the 90s. This is exactly what Hallmark would have made. The name of the town is Snowmonton. Like <laughs> that comes straight out of some some forty fifty year old spinster woman's head when she was thinking of what where, where would be a great place to fall in love? Snowmonton. Oh, <laughs> you can't not sit oh, on boy. a bench and fall in love with someone in Snowmonton. <laughs> exactly. How could you not fall in love with this film that was shot in Snowmonton? Um, the like you said, the sheriff of of to be the the protagonist of the movie is so dry. Like even when he has his time, the, him saying no balls is probably the most vulgar thing he said in the whole movie. The rest of the time he's like, shucks, oh shoot, snapples. I mean, he, he wouldn't even like saying cuss words when like it was hitting the fan. He looks like he's reading the script at gunpoint. Like he's like, <laughs> just having to pay attention. I, I think I just felt sorry for the, for the character because I, I feel like he was getting shit on the entire movie. Like everyone was just taking shots at him. Like yeah, you can't well, shoot. You know you're not a real cop. You know well, he, he was certainly getting movie. snowed on the whole movie. Oh, Zinga. Hey. Um. So so back to the movie. <laughs> the guy, the the killer is supposed to be after the sheriff. Boy, he did a real number on Shannon Elizabeth's family to be uh, after the sheriff, considering he killed all of them. <laughs> none of those people none of those people were safe he was like i'm gonna i'm gonna take this whole family out uh and oh, you're in right a couple of, in, in about you're an right. hour and then i'll go kill some other people and oh that's right the sheriff the one that I, they've foreshadowed since the beginning that i'm coming to kill i should probably go with him now uh, it was just that that part cracked me up because it, i mean it starts with the bully's kid and he was like it's almost like if you think about it the bully kid and the dad were horrible people <laughs> And for that brief moment, he was less a serial killer and more like a, a hero, like a like a, when the boondock sings, like he was taking out the evil villains of the town until he transitioned to the mom and the daughter. Um, so I thought that was just kind of an interesting twist that instead of him messing with the sheriff, he just, I'm going to wipe this family out real quick and then get back to my goal. Um how sharp was the runners on that sled that killed the bully? Because I don't know if you've ever been sledding, but that thing was moving at, at 
at five miles per hour and just head clean off and through the air. Yeah, that's like the most unbelievable part of the entire movie. Like, yeah, come on. Him turning into a snowman was, well, and the axe too. He shoved the axe down the guy's throat, but it's sticking out this way. It's sticking out like this, not like this. And there's nothing coming out of the back of his head. Like, what? What happened to the rest of the axe, Jack? What happened to the rest of the axe? Um, like I said, like like I said, they they were not care. They didn't care about the effects. They just cared about getting getting the film in the can. <laughs> Um, but that's the charm of it. Like I said, that's the charm of this is that with all of the stuff that they had going on in the nineties, all the slasher films, all the, all the, the great movies that were starting to come out towards the end of the nineties. And then you've got this, uh, turd of a gym <laughs> and literal polished turd, um, that came out. So I, I just, I enjoyed it. I, like I said, will I watch it again? Uh, probably not. It's not going to be a wintertime tradition for me. Um, but when I watched it both times, did I enjoy it enough to actually sit through and not get bored? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say the one, the last thing I'll say is the best line in a whole movie. Uh, and it may be the greatest line ever mentioned when an, when a, when a building explodes was the, um, douchebag FBI, whatever cleaner guy, when he says, I hope somebody remembered to put the cat out right before <laughs> <laughs> it was the most random thing to say when you're kept fighting a killer snowman that can't be killed. But yeah, yeah, mutant I enjoy killer it. snowman, mutant killer snowman. So we'll wrap it up. And I, this is something I think it was on USA and like UPN all the time when we were kids. To me, there's a nostalgia to it. It's something I saw on TV all the time. It's like Vito mentioned the uh, cover. It's something I saw in the video store all the time that my mom wouldn't let me ever rent so i could watch it at my grandmother's house on cable but you don't see all that stuff but i love i love this movie too <laughs> love maybe a, a little a little strong like i like you still it. gotta do best kills there's enough good yeah. kills i uh i like it a lot um it's, it's ridiculous but it, it's fun i like the sequel too i have the mvd of both of them with the beautiful covers i think the second one he's surfing because why not um, but it's also a film that never took itself seriously. Like it, it never did from what you guys have said about the sheriff to, to how the ax was shoved down someone's throat miraculously <laughs> and, and all the other little flaws it had, like they just didn't care. They wanted to put this out on VHS so that we could consume it and tell our friends about it. Cause it is, it, it's one of those things where it's never going to win any awards it's never going to be ranked high on, you know, critics lists, but it's something you told your friends about. You're like, did you ever see this? Movie? There's this movie about this snowman, just like rubber. How many times have you guys told somebody about rubber? You know, like it's, it goes along those same lines. Is it something that we haven't necessarily seen before uh, besides, you know, Frost's snowman, but he wasn't a murderer. So I enjoyed it. Um, Vito, you got something else? Well, I will concede that, I watched, when I watched it as a boy, I watched it alone and I watched it by myself. I didn't watch it with a group of people maybe going like, ah, ha, ha, last <laughs> No, I didn't do any of that stuff, you know? So, yeah, that probably would have made a difference. Yeah, so maybe, too. so maybe that would have been a little bit of a difference. It was like, you know, I'll watch it one more time I, with you, Vito. It's a great that party film for sure. Slut. So, yeah. This little for slut sure. right here, you want it? all right so let's uh let's do our favorite kills in our rankings and then we'll close up shop 
Um, we've already mentioned my favorite kill, and that's the sled. <laughs> he was a bully. He was a dick. He deserved what he got. Um, so uh, the sled beheading uh, was my favorite kill. And as far as rankings go, the nostalgia factor is in for me. So I think I'm keeping it at a three, uh, three out of five. So about you, Vito Claus? Well, I, well I've, I've had an epiphany. I think I will forever hate this movie because I realized that that the my mom's boyfriend giving me this tape was a poor attempt to try to win me over. So forever in a day, it will be a number one for me. Sorry. <laughs> one. And oh my oh kill. I have to go with the uh the Christmas tree kill. Mm. I like that one. Yeah, that was a good one too. All right, uh TJ. Yeah, yeah the Christmas tree kill where <laughs> where it puts the, the star in the head. That's that's definitely my yeah. favorite and just turns her into a tree. I, I'm going three out of five too, because I like Jay have the nostalgia factor from watching this when I was a teenager. John. So definitely, as far as kill goes, I'm just going to read this because I don't even know how to like say this. I, I put snow sled head decapitation. It's a real problem and not something our society addresses ever. <laughs> I don't know if I was trying to do like a joke at that, but um, you put some put some thought into that, buddy. Right? Um, you know, the we're lesson... starting the script for this movie. I know, right? <laughs> The, the lesson for this movie uh, that I learned is always carry antifreeze, always have a blow dryer. You might need it. Um, you know, if you want to watch this movie, watch it, take an edible, drink some wine, get some Doritos, hang back on the couch. It's a good time. Um, as far as my ranking goes, um, it's hard for me because I um, it's this is one of those intentional versus incidental type films like Blood Rage. Did they mean to make this movie this way? Or was this just kind of an accidental, brilliant, funny thing, right? Um, I so badly want to rate this five out of five. I mean, I, I'm not even kidding, but I, I but that is the nostalgia and like the absolute just inner child in me. So honestly, for what it is, I gotta go four out of five. I think wow. it's like I think for what it's trying to do, Ooh. accidental or not, it's like great. So all right. What about us? Uh, is gonna uh, it's gonna come through that screen, John. What, what about you, anal leak weenie? <laughs> that was a callback. That was a callback. <laughs> is there any reference to that on the show, or is that just a thing now and nobody knows the backstory? No one knows the backstory. I don't think besides the four of us. But uh, you can you can give the backstory, then give your kill and rating. <laughs> So I did a, I did an anagram of my name and uh, that was one of the suggestions that it had. Um, and I made the mistake of sharing that with the group chat. So anal and leak now weenie. whenever he calls me, that's the name. <laughs> anal leak weenie pops up. He's calling me. Well, anal leak weenie. <laughs> Good Lord. Good um, Lord. Okay. I don't know how to recover from that. Um, just like uh, I don't think Jack knew how to recover from getting all the chemicals on him, which was a great kill. Um, but I think my favorite is the scientist when he comes out of the building and he looks like the uh, roach guy from Men in Black with the head pulled back and he's like trying to act normal. And there's like a six inch ledge. He's trying to step down. <laughs> exactly. He's trying to step down and can't do it. And he's just like, F it and starts throwing himself up. And he, I think that's probably my favorite just because it was so absurd. Um, as far as rankings, um, 
John really threw the bell curve off on <laughs> this one. Um, well, man, the, the, that nostalgia four is really, really pulling me in the wrong direction because I, I want to rate it lower just to get the average down. But I think I'm gonna go with Jay and just I'm gonna give it a three. It is just, it's just, it's so bad, it's good. It's one of those films. <laughs> it's <laughs> that, that puts us at a two point eight. So we'll call it a three. Uh, so Jack Frost, nine seven. Uh, two out of uh, three out of five so uh that's gonna be a wrap on this episode be sure to uh, subscribe to our youtube channel uh subscribe to wherever you're listening to this podcast follow us on instagram um and have a great christmas uh holiday whatever you celebrate hope it's a good one uh, we won't be doing a traditional uh episode next week because christmas day is monday which is our typical release day so sunday christmas eve we're going to be doing a special christmas little mini episode uh where we did a secret santa with one another got each other gifts so uh, I'm sure you'll love that. But uh, Vito Claus, thank you so much uh, for hanging out with us. It's always a pleasure. Where's my gift? Locals only, I guess. I know. Nope, it's locals only. Signing off. I'm hoping- Jay with John, Kellen, Santa, and TJ. And until next time, keep it spooky.